Jazzcast Pros. Welcome back to Beauty Boss Millionaire. I'm your host, Felicia Fercasi. And today we're going to be talking about how to plan for the future. Because in any business, you want to make sure you're planning ahead and not waiting to the last minute to plan something. Meetings are for your employees to be held accountable and it also holds you accountable. Just make sure everyone is on the same page. I don't care if it's just you and one other person. I don't care if it's just you. You can figure out a way to host a meeting with just yourself and really, really write down your thoughts and write a concrete plan down of what you plan on doing with the company. Welcome back to the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast with daily on-the-go episodes packed with testimonies and business tips to help you create financial freedom through entrepreneurship. Hosted by the owner of Fercasi Lashes and the Blow Dry Lounge, the beauty boss millionaire herself, Felicia Fercasi. All right, so let's quickly jump into it. I know it can be hard when you are running your business from day to day, you're busy running around, you're trying to get everything together. But one thing that I really don't want you to forget is having these company meetings. I'm actually going to be having one today at 10 o'clock. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because in each store that I go to, I do that monthly meeting, I do the weekly meeting, whatever meeting that you wanna have, it needs to be consistent and you need to always make sure you have it. Even if you just put it on your calendar or, you know, have it and make sure you have someone that's taking notes of it and that there's a follow up because to be able to keep everyone together, you need to make sure everyone's minds are on the same vision. You'll hear me talk about this a lot because this is very important to running an effective business. And one thing that you could do to make the meeting fun is bring some food, you know, bring some drinks, make sure it's not so intense. And I want to go into detail on how to start a meeting. Now, if you're someone that has been remote like you're far away from everyone you don't get to meet and see them too often don't come in there with like boom 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 like you sometimes you can't go in there hitting them with like all of the stuff they're doing bad even though you know there's a lot of bad stuff there's an art to how to hold a meeting you can open this floor up with you know how's everyone doing today i hope everyone is well you know how's everyone been feeling things like that you might want to get into well, you might even want to start off saying, you know, all right, this is what we're going to do in the meeting. We're going to go over an outline. We're going to do A, B, and C. Because it, when you have meetings, you want to make sure everyone's clear because some of these meetings can go on and on and on and everyone can feel drained after the meeting. People can feel stressed after the meeting. Some people can actually even get into fights during meetings, especially if you're running a big staff and there's been some tension brewing about something like someone in, there could be people stealing stuff in the break room. There could be people doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Sales could be being stolen. Uh, People could be feeling like they're uh, not appreciated. There's a whole lot that's going on behind the scenes that you don't really know about. During that meeting is that time to address those issues and encourage people as well, not just scold them encourage them. You need your team. Trust me. Keep them going. And also it's to help you be accountable. As a leader, it's not always about the team. A lot of time it helps you be held accountable. All right. So once you start the meeting, you're going into it. Everyone's listening. Make sure you explain in the beginning one person talk at a time. That would be helpful uh, because sometimes people get so excited they do start talking over other people. I just go over the rules in the beginning. And you have to be able to know how to host a meeting. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because some people don't know how to host meetings. And a lot of times, if you don't have meetings, you'll just be frustrated the whole time. And they're going to be frustrated. I don't care if it's a doctor's office. I don't care if it's a lawyer's office. I don't care if it's um, you know a hair salon. It could be retail. Everyone needs to have a monthly meeting, at least minimum a monthly meeting. 
Boom. So we start the meeting. Everyone's going over the outline that you're saying, all right, how's everyone doing? Checking on people first before you start hitting them with, you know, all right, this is wrong. That's wrong. You don't want to go in a meeting this wrong. Let people get off their chest about what they are feeling. And you have to be able to handle what they're going to say, too. If they're feeling a certain type of way or you're healing complaints in the company, address those. Say, all right, well, you know, first of all, explain. Tell them, first of all, they're doing a good job. If they are, if they're not, just say, look, we need to improve on some things. You don't want to be negative in the meeting. I'm telling you, bringing negative energy and gossip into the meeting is not going to get you anywhere. The staff will feel stressed. You're going to feel stressed. Everyone's going to leave upset. So meetings need to have positive encouragement and reinforce values, reinforce visions, reinforce the team. It also just reinforces everyone's will to want to even be there because you're going to remember sometimes work gets boring. I know work can be fun in the beginning when you first start and maybe a few years in, but sometimes work can become very boring. And those meetings help keep motivating people. Those meetings help keep those sales objectives in in view. So let's make sure we keep that in mind. If there's someone in your meeting that is not as talkative, they're more quiet, they don't really want to speak up, don't be afraid to call on them and ask them their opinion on things because a lot of times introverts, they struggle a little bit getting things out, but they do have really valuable information once they get it out. And it doesn't mean that they're not listening either. They're they're listening, but they're just more internally. They're internal people. If it's a small group, you can go around the room. If it's a larger group, you can just open the floor. Any questions or suggestions. And make sure you have someone there taking notes, not just free-willing it. Make sure you're really writing these things down so you can improve the company and so that they can feel like, all right, things are getting done around here. And make sure that maybe your team is even taking notes because they should have some type of homework to do. And all of my meetings, there's always some typical quick homework. Like we actually did a, a meeting at the blow dry lounge and everyone had homework. It was just for them to send their bio to me and what they love to do for the website because we're redoing our website. So, you know, things like that is the things that you want to do. And also on that note, I want to speak to single mothers for a moment. We were doing a episode on single mothers. If you're one of those moms where you feel like, okay, well, how can I even hold a meeting? I got these kids running around. I'm running around the house. I'm busy, you know, or even if you are a mother that has help in the house, but you still feel like you just don't have enough time. I'm telling you, you have to carve the time out to run your business. You have to carve that time out to have that meeting. I don't care if it's when you put the kids to bed. If you usually put the kids to bed at nine, put them to bed at eight and make sure they don't, they're not, you know, they're really in bed. They can be up, but they need to be in bed so you can focus on what you're focusing on. Uh, Just to give yourself an additional half an hour to think, an hour to think, uh, it really helps. So these meetings need to be held. Now, in regards to the people that are hosting the meeting, like you being the entrepreneur, you need to come into the meeting already with bullet points. You need to come into the meeting already prepared. Obviously, you can't prepare for everything, but you need to have a general outline first of what you plan on talking about, things that you have been noticing in the company. Sometimes I'll go to a store unannounced. I go on surprise just to see how the store is doing, just to make some observations. I really don't do any correction at the time when I'm there in the store or when I'm viewing some things. I might do something small, but I really don't do a lot of correcting until the meeting is held. And I typically hold a meeting after I've been there for about 48 hours. I wait about a day or two just to kind of view everyone and see what's going on. And then I kind of address things in a professional manner. And I try not to attack anyone because you don't want to attack people and you want to encourage people because the only way the operation is going to keep going is if you encourage and if you kind of address issues, but in a positive way. And the way you can address things in a positive way is all by how it's being said. Instead of saying, you were late and everyone in the meeting looking at the person like, okay, you know, obviously you have a write-up form in place, but you want to say, Going forward, I want everyone to be on time. 
And then you're going to have some people say, I'm always on time. And you're going to see the person like, okay, yeah, I need to be on time. There's the same delivery you can do without trying to solo people out. Soloing people out can be good or bad depending on how they are emotionally. But sometimes you have to make them accountable. So I'm, I'm just saying do it with tact. Sometimes you don't need to address one person's problem one by one. Just go over it in general. And the person that's doing it gets the point. You can say, all right, look, make sure when we're coming on the floor that we're all washing our hands. Things like that, just do it all because you don't want people to feel targeted in the meeting and take it personally. You got to remember, I work with the girls too, with emotions. So a lot of times they feel a certain type of way. So even just little small things about picking up behind yourself, making sure that your station is clean, ready to go, making sure things are, are looking decent. Those are the issues that you want to go over with your client. But more importantly, stay focused on the money. A lot of these meetings get into stuff that doesn't generate revenue, but it's just important. Stay focused on that. But more importantly, stay focused on how to keep the revenue generated. Don't sit, spend a whole hour in the meeting talking about how the floor needs to be mopped and how it's annoying you. That is important, but that is not the whole bulk of the meeting. The whole point is making sure money is coming in the door. I've seen leaders do this before. They get off focus about what's really important. And lastly, open the floor up for your team to be able to speak. They may say, look, do we have any suggestions, any questions, what I typically ask? And is there something that we can do to improve around here? Because you want to make sure that your team feels heard as well. I hope all of this has helped. And thanks for tuning in to Beauty Boss Millionaire. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast. And don't forget to follow the Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Beauty Boss Millionaire. Also, if these are really helpful, please review, rate, and share, or just send the link to someone who may need this. See you tomorrow.